0: behavior bitches.
1: Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey and we're back. And it is episode 34. 34. Holy shit. I can't believe we're doing more. I can't that is there. the rhyme for today. <laughs> How
0: the F did we get here?
1: 34. And we have been podcasting up the ass this week. Our producer hates us. Big time. You guys know where to find us. You can find us on Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast, Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast. Go to our website, behaviorbitches.com, and go leave us some love in the Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast app. We'll take five stars, please. We love that positive reinforcement, so give it to us. With that being said, let's start our episode with some pairing of positive reinforcement. Casey, do you have our review of the day?
0: Yes, I do. All right. This one is, I love her title,
1: Queens of Antecedent Manipulation.
0: I think we really are. It's from Alder Rose 29. She says, this is hands down the best ABA podcast yet. I typically struggle with my ABA terminology and dread having to review the material over and over again just to get it solidified in my head. These girls somehow take the seemingly boring parts of ABA and make them fun by applying them to real life situations. Yes, ABA is applicable beyond the autism population. This is my last semester of my master's program before tackling the BCBA exam, and I have nothing but confidence because of these ladies. Hashtag love you, hashtag mean it. Hashtag study notes ABA. See you there, girl. <laughs> hey, that's really sweet of you. We really appreciate it. Also, one more thing I want to add before we get into today's episode is that the Behavior Bitches have started a friggin' book club, and it is off the chain. Okay, we had our first meeting on Tuesday night. We did a full-on PowerPoint. We're going to start offering CEUs full-on PowerPoint. Shit. It was a full-on PowerPoint. We
1: prepared, like, badasses. We have got some good shit to offer. We'll and- be reading books that are trending or that are cool-ass books that we could translate for you behaviorally. Last month, we read Better Than Before, or I read most of it. Casey she read lost a- her book. She did not read it. I lost before. my book mid-book club, but that's fine because Casey read all of it, and we're a team. Um, this next month, we'll be reading The Happiness – Trap, Trap, the happiness trap, you know, on ACT and all that shit. So get excited for that. Um, And without further ado, let's get going on the show. Guys,
0: if you have been not hiding under a rock, you're going to know what the F I'm talking about. The Circle, right? It has become the internet's latest reality show thanks to Netflix. And uh, thanks to Netflix, I've literally stayed up all night to watch these shows Um, In the circle, the contestants are willing to do anything and everything to become the most liked player in the game and take home $100,000. That's a huge fucking amount of money. So these contestants, they're locked in a room, right, by themselves. All they have is their profile connecting all of them. Anything can happen. And as you know, if you've watched it, some catfishing. But our guest today is the fan fucking favorite, Sammy She made the big splash on The Circle, and we love her. Liat, take it away. Tell us about Sammy.
1: Sammy lives in sunny Miami, Florida, and according to her Instagram, Casey did all the stalking, of course, and I think on The Circle, she also lets you know some of this stuff. Um, Her family is Puerto Rican. She describes herself as the purple devil emoji. Okay, I don't think I ever use that one. She revealed in her welcome message that she is a behavior technician and works alongside children on the autism spectrum. O-M-G. That was a big effing deal when we saw that. When we heard this, we knew we'd love her and wanted her to come on the podcast. Sammy kept it real AF from day one. She ended up winning fan favorite. Duh. She obviously knew how to pair with people. She's in the field of ABA. What do you think? (laughs) Um, Sammy made it to the top five and ended up being third in the competition. She's the real deal, authentic to the core. And doesn't put up with any shit. She's our kind of B. Circle, open group chat with Casey and Sammy. Message. What's up, Biach? Blue Heart Emoji. Send.
2: Hi. <laughs> Send. Yes, <Sammy. laughs> what up? Welcome <laughs> to the group chat,
1: girl. I'm so excited. I, I, that was hard for me to do. Did you have to did it take a while for you to figure out exactly how to say it correctly to the TV?
2: Oh, yeah, we had to, well, they kind of, like, help us practice the, the first day. But after the first day, you get it. Like, it's pretty easy. Um, but, yeah, it becomes fluent. Like, the first time, having to say message and then send after every single, like, sentence, it was, like, frustrating. But eventually, you're just used to, like, circle open group chat with whoever, and then you talk. And then you it's say like send. repetitive like, behavior, right? Yeah, it's it. like, you know, you get you get accustomed to it.
0: First of all, Sammy, thank you so much for even engaging us. Um, I sent an email on a whim being like, oh, my God. Like, she's a behavior tech. We're behavior bitches. We are in the (laughs) same field. We share that shared adversity, right? It's a tough field to be in. Um, The fact that she had, like, said who she was and what she did on the show and then continued to be her true self, um, you know, through a lot of scrutiny, I'm sure, from the field, right? It was amazing to me. So I emailed her. She got back to me. Netflix approved this. So we are... Good literally so excited. Um, so thank you, Sammy. Of course. All right. So first off, I want to know okay. what was life like for you before the circle? Like give us Sammy pre-circle.
2: Sammy pre-circle was working two jobs. Um, just started my master's degree. I was working from 9am until 6pm with my clients. I had three clients at the time. And then, um, I would go home, take care of my dogs. And then at like 1040, 11 o'clock, I would work at an ultra nightclub in Miami, which is like – the club was a 24-hour nightclub. So I would go in at like 11. I would leave at like 6, 7 a.m., Ooh. come home, get changed, and then do the same routine for like four days straight, five days straight.
0: And then would you just drop dead and sleep?
2: No, on the weekend. So I would still work at the club um, at nighttime. So during the day, I would like sleep and do whatever I could. That's amazing. Wait, yeah. I don't,
1: wait I'm not understanding how you did that. You said you were working with kids all day. Yeah. yeah. And then you would go do that all night? Yeah.
2: And then, but like, where are
1: you sleeping in there?
2: Where am I sleeping where? Oh, like, I wouldn't sleep. Like, I would get like maybe two, three hours a night of sleep. Cause then I would come home and do homework. Cause I, it was my first year of, of grad school. It was tough. It was hard. But I did it for like a year, a year and like a couple months. And then in April is when I start working at the club and I have just been doing my job in school. But it was tough. But I had, I needed the money, you know? Yeah. You, knew. you had that MO, girl. Yeah motivation was high right there. (laughs) So what was
0: like, how did you start the process of like getting on the circle? Where did that even come up? Were you like asked, were you?
2: Yeah. So I I received a phone call and they left a voicemail. I ended up calling them back and um, pretty much we had a phone interview and then it went to a Skype interview that they, um, they, what is that called? Oh my God. Why am I brain farting? Anyway, they take the, the two and a half hour, skype interview and they make it into a one one minute clip that they present to the producers and then the producers look at it and take into like account you know the other people that they have whatever and then it kind of was just a domino effect after that after i got the okay from after the skype interview everything was just like really quick like signing paperwork legal documents flying places you know it all took place really fast that is so cool
0: was it just like a whirlwind of like what the f is happening
2: It was a crazy experience to be like, to be honest, like I wasn't even like I was excited until I was in the UK. That's when I finally was like, okay, this is cool. But then like, even then I've never even thought about the money aspect. I like the 100k was never even on my mind. And it wasn't something that the producers even talked about much. Like it was more so just, wow, I've never been to the UK. This is crazy. And not only am I in the UK, but I'm in the UK under Netflix budget (laughs) like I'm not paying for shit you know it's great it was crazy it was a great experience that's so cool all
0: right so before we get into the circle I want to just back up a little bit and talk to you like how did you get into ABA
2: so I um I have a bachelor's in psychology and criminology and I originally wanted to work um in pediatrics so then when I went to college I like decided I hated science because I was in like in high school I was in honors So when I when I came to college, I took all the tests and it put me in like advanced courses, kind of. And um, and I hated it. I failed out of one class. And then, you know, I just decided I did not like science at all when it came to like biology and anatomy and chemistry like that was just wasn't me. And so then I changed it over to psychology um, the second semester of my freshman year. And I loved it. And then I decided I wanted to work in juvie. And so Ooh. then,
0: um, I can see you kicking ass in juvie. Like,
2: no, I decided I couldn't do it. No, no, no. I ended up working. Are in you all kidding? Those guys would be like, she's so hot. <laughs> well, I ended up working in an all men's facility in Valley Forge. It's called Montgomery County, uh, correctional facility. I worked there for like two months, month and a half, I think. And, um, it was an all men's jail. It was, I think it had like 2000 female or 200 females. It was a filled with like 6,000 people but only 200 of them are females oh, wow. and I worked there and then I hate I hated that like being in a jail from 8 a.m. until 5 o'clock in the afternoon like you have to eat jail food you can't leave like you can't bring anything. your own lunch you can't even bring a phone you can't bring anything into the jail
1: oh because they have to see if you're bringing any contraband anything.
2: you can't bring anything in nothing at all
1: oh well so, that sucks
2: <laughs> yeah it's crazy so it was tough I, I hated it and then I moved to Miami and my roommate that i moved to miami like i moved here and i moved in with her she had been working at the first company that i worked at she was like you should try it out like it's really fun you know she, this wasn't what she wanted to do with her life it was kind of just like something to get paid for and um so whatever I, I applied and then i absolutely fell in love like with the company my supervisors were absolutely amazing like everything about it was just great and i just love doing it i've always loved working with kids like that's always been a thing for me um i nannied throughout college to pay for everything you know so kids was not something new to me mm-hmm. and then I decided I actually wish I knew about ABA sooner because then I would have done it sooner right um I think but, that's how a lot of us feel yeah I was like I done it so when I found sooner. out
0: about it and I'm like fuck I would have wasted you know, all this time that I didn't know what I wanted to do if I would have known I, this amazing science.
2: Right, and I wish I would have known about it sooner because in college, because I was in honors and I was doing so good, they after, um, after I graduated my senior year, they actually invited me to come back for a year to do an extended criminology program where I would have gotten my master's in a year and it would have been in criminology. But like, I, I, there was other programs that they had, but I had no idea about it. And um, so I wish I would have known because I would have had my master's at 24 years old and would have been doing this, like getting paid to do something that I like to do and just killing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, granted, I'm going to have my master's and be done at 25 anyway, but still, it would have just been. But don't feel bad. I don't think you could have used your criminology master's to. No, no, no. I'm not saying criminology. They had other programs that you could have done. Oh, by, so oh wasn't then, never mind. Criminology. Yeah. But 25 is not bad in
1: this field. I feel like
2: it's not but I feel like like my supervisor right now just turned 24 like he did everything the right way and so I just wish I would have done it sooner and I wish I would have known and that's why I talk about it so much is because I want people to know about it because if I was in high school and I heard someone talk about it I'd be like oh fuck yeah let me look at that and do that you know what I'm saying so so that's how I got into it and then my supervisors all went to the same college I looked into different colleges and I ended up going here it's awesome and now you're, what, four months away from your master's or four classes? No, four classes. So I I think I'm done. Like, I'm done, done in December. That's when I can graduate. That's awesome, girl. Yeah.
1: And then you'll be in study notes ABA, I assume? Sure.
2: Study <laughs> your we got class you, girl. With you, right?
1: <laughs> don't, don't you want to come? It's inappropriate examples, dirty, relatable. Absolutely, I would love it. And Good. I need to
2: study anyway, so why not? We make it fun. Yeah, this test is hard AF,
1: but, but don't worry. But we make it fun AF.
2: How many times did you guys take it? One. One. Both of you? Oh yeah. my fuck me, man. Every time I talk to you. And, you know, and to if us. you come in
1: with us, girl, we will be the personal trainer you need. Oh yeah. Oh my you God. just lift the weights. We'll tell you exactly what to effing do, and you will pass the test.
0: Okay. That's our uh, okay. I'm like the boot camp instructor. Yeah, and I'm like. I have a big mouth. Yeah. So <laughs> it will work. I just had a tutoring session. Liat listens to me in the other room. I'm from so I'm from New Hampshire. I'm here in Dallas mm. just doing business with her this week. But uh uh she like opens the door, she's like, Oh my god, why are you yelling at that girl? I'm like, I'm not, I'm just saying that she should know this shit right now. Like <laughs> 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 this is foundational knowledge. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's awesome. So we well, yeah, when you're ready to study, we got you, girl. But
2: Hell yeah.
0: All right, so now we know you work with kids with autism. You know, you are a behavior technician, which is awesome. Um, when you, you know, put yourself out there for this show, did you have any like ethical concerns or were you worried to like be who you are, swear, wear what you want, you know, do everything? Was there ever a time that you were nervous about that?
2: To be honest, I didn't even think about it ever. Like my company that I worked for, the first company that I worked for, we were all like really, really fucking close. Like, and they would curse and they would do they were the same kind of people that we are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They were normal fucking people. They weren't like uptight all the time. And right. And my company didn't care about tattoos and didn't care about piercings and things like that. Like my tattoos were always out. Mm-hmm. The parents always saw my tattoos. Kids always saw my tattoos. What does like, your
1: hand say? What does your hand say?
2: The ones on my fingers? Yeah. So this is a honey jar. My cat's oh. name is Honey. King oh. is my other dog. Ace is my other dog. And then I'm a Libra.
1: That's
0: awesome. Yeah.
2: What about your other hand? I don't have anything. Ooh. You're
1: going to have to fill it up, girl. I
0: don't have They've... anything
2: on my right side. Why? why?
0: And you're a Libra. You I should know. be balanced, right?
2: <laughs> I know. I don't know why. It's weird, right? I don't know. Maybe when you're
1: BCBA, you'll put like BCBA on your forefinger. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't Hell do
2: that no. to me. <laughs> But, um... What else was this? Oh, yeah. So my company was really, really, like, they were really cool. My supervisors knew that I worked at a strip club. Like, it was never anything crazy. You know, they were very t- mm-hmm. accepting of everything. So it never crossed my mind to be like, oh, my God, what are people going to say? And well, to be so- honest, I haven't seen one negative thing regarding me being a behavior technician. Like, I haven't seen no, one. No, only positive
0: thing. that I've seen, too, I haven't seen awesome.
2: one negative thing.
0: It's not like you're Good. coming to work like stripping on a pole for the children, like let's right. Like nobody rate. fucking
2: knows. No. Nobody has to I don't sit down with my parent with the parents of my children and be like, "Hey, do you mind that after here I'm going to go work at a strip club for seven hours?" Are hey, you like, can have a private are life. You gonna, do you want to pay my bills? That's fine. We can do that. <laughs> but like, I don't give a fuck.
0: Right. That's <laughs> awesome.
2: Tech salary.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a big jump from being a tech to being a PCBA. Yeah. No, for
0: sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely uh, life changing for sure. Well, I just want to say that you inspired me because. Liat can contest to this is that Liat is the one who is like, you know, true. I don't give a fuck what people say about us, you know, yeah. whether they don't like the name bitches or they think we're being, you know, anti-feminist, which we're not. We're using that word in context to build people up, right? Empower right. women. And there we've done nothing Absolutely. of other than that. But... We're
1: just basically working on Casey giving less fucks. You yeah. know, we're trying to keep, that's my new year's like, resolution. decrease the behavior of giving fucks. So I have her on a Good. DRL. Yeah. So Good. I'm basically
0: uh, when I saw you, I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, if she can do it and, you know, not, you know, really Everybody just be, can. Yeah. And just so but I just take things so personally. Like, any negative feedback we get from, like, you know, let's just say, you know, anyone in the field at all, I feel I'm like, oh, like, it me. Yeah. And I'm like, FM.
2: No, absolutely. I feel that a lot because when the show first came out, um, people were calling me a woman hater. What And I'm like, what? I I saw like maybe two comments. I kid you not. And I don't, I'm not saying this to like pump my own head up. I've maybe seen a handful of negative comments in the millions of people that have commented about me. And you know, the like comments that are negative, it'll be like, Oh, well, Sammy's annoying. Oh, well, she's a woman hater. Oh, she's just a hater in general. She doesn't like anybody. Um, and you know, it's just like, how I, I, that doesn't make any sense. And the first week, I would say the first like two days, three days when it when it first dropped, the first four episodes, these these um comments were getting to me so much. <clears throat> and I remember me and Karen are like best friends. We talk every single day, Mercedes. Yeah. And yeah. um I remember texting her and screenshotting it to her and she was also dealing with the same thing, people calling her out. Why is she a catfish? Oh, right. she must not feel comfortable with herself. So they're calling her out on her character. And we're both texting each other these things like, Oh my god, I wanna fucking flip my shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanna flip out. But it's like why would I give a fuck? And why would I even why would I even acknowledge them? Like they, extinction, girl, extinction, exactly, exactly. put their
1: ass on extinction. Absolutely. You don't want to reinforce and give that attention.
2: Yeah. So I stopped. I answered one person and I never answered anybody ever again. I don't even I've never. And you probably made their fucking day. Yeah, I know. yeah you know that right I like know. You, you know you oh, reinforce know. that and they're mm-hmm. like yeah i to, i remember going to her twitter like the next day just to see what she said and she had like seven comments afterwards about it and people were like liking her shit i'm like oh i brought this bitch pe- no nah, i'm not doing <laughs> that anymore i brought her so many people to her page i'm yeah. good exactly i love that
0: that's, that's hilarious
2: cool all right
1: so getting more into this now okay behavioral tactics principles so do you feel like your knowledge on behavior helped you at all on the show in terms of?
2: No, I don't think I would I I would say that because actually, okay, there were parts where um, I like broke things down. There was a conversation that me, and Mercedes and I had had when I was in the hot tub and we were talking about Antonio telling her like behind my back that I was trying to send her home. And there was a lot more juice and depth to that conversation, but they cut it short. Mm-hmm. But basically- she had come in and been like, oh, I'm so sad. I can't believe Antonio didn't come to see me because I got so dressed up for him. But he actually told me that Rebecca was a catfish. I can't believe that. Like, do you, like um, now it's got me questioning Rebecca as a catfish. But then he told me you were going to send me home. So, like, immediately she's com- trying to be compassionate, right? She's bringing me in. Oh, yeah. I'm a female. Like, bring me in. I'm a female. I've got ready for this, right? And then she's playing mind games and being like, don't look at me, look at Rebecca, you're trying to deflect me from you, right? And then it comes back, okay, we're gonna play manipulation now. Well, Antonio told me you're, you know, and I was breaking it down. And I remember my producer listening to me, and she's like, Oh, my God, like, my brain hurts that you're saying all of these things. So in that kind of way, I broke things down and kind of tried to like weed out how people were. But it's very hard when you're just reading shit too, because you're just put. I'm putting my own aspect on everything that I read. I think that You know, with what we do, it takes a lot of obviously like facial expressions, the way people maneuver their bodies, body structure, body language. Like it's all of that. So Mm -hmm. it's hard. Totally. No,
0: that's like when I was watching the show, I'm like, oh, my God, like, how do they not know Rebecca's not Rebecca? Like she is clear the way she's talking to these girls. These girls know she's not a girl like when she didn't know Chris was gay. Right. That first time.
2: Mm-hmm. right and you
0: guys were like girl <laughs>
1: what the hell
2: right we were so confused like what yeah but-, but I guess it's hard to analyze
1: the behavior when you can't actually like you don't even know if that's the real behavior right like right. they're acting like someone else so you have no right. idea
0: exactly. and I think that you're um you know you came in and you were just true to who you were the whole fucking time which was amazing Thank um you. and you know how did it feel first night influencer right
2: Oh my god. Verified hashtag. I was on cloud fucking nine. I was on cloud nine. Like, how many followers? Let's
1: take some data here. How many followers did you have pre show?
2: Um, 85, around 8,500. Okay. Oh, then you hit that 10,000, girl.
0: Swipe up. Swipe up.
2: Yeah. (laughs) hit that 10,000 and like. Two hours. <laughs> and then um, now I'm at like 400,000.
0: Yeah, you're at, oh, yeah, I'm almost at 400,000. That's a, it's a humongous sickening. cumulative record.
2: <laughs> right. It's, it's sickening. It's sickening. I've, it's so funny because I was talking to my friends the other day and I'm so big with like numbers and shit. And I started, I, I used to study, not study, but I did a lot of like research. and am reading on Instagram analytics and looking up numbers and stuff like that and just doing the math for them. And I texted my friends like, oh, my God, my account in 18 days has grown 95%. And this is going up like this way. And, and my my interactions and my impressions are at this percent. And they're like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're saying. Have you been graphing it, girl? You no, need to. <laughs> I haven't. I do enough graphing for my job with the kids. I do not. <laughs> just kidding. Kids. But actually, you know, what's funny. On the insights on Instagram with your um, with like a business account, it gives you a graph on its own.
1: No, I know because, I mean, not that I know in those numbers, but we have over 10,000. And once you hit over 10,000, it makes those graphs for you and shows you the impressions. It's awesome. Which I don't fully understand the impression thing. Do you get it?
2: Yeah. So the impression is how many people just interact with it, like scroll past it or click on it, like anything that has anything to do with any kind of interaction, right? Mm -hmm. So reach is pretty much the same thing. But it would be more for like if you end up on the popular page and a random person sees it and a random person clicks it, things like that. It's how many people you can reach. Impression is actual interaction: someone stopping, looking at the picture, or clicking on it. Makes sense? Yes.
1: Okay, so now I mean that has got to be reinforcing as hell.
2: I mean, absolutely,
1: I, I love it. Who doesn't like a like on a picture? I mean, and
2: are you getting a million messages? Oh, my God. So at first, like my phone stopped working because it was like blowing up so bad. And my emails like for the first like week or so after that last episode dropped. Oh, so last week, my emails every day, like I would go through them at the end of the night and I would have like 50 to 60 emails every day. And I would wake up the next day to 50, 60 emails again just to go through them again and go through them again because people were DMing me on Instagram and Twitter and i turned my twitter off i like can't even i was like this is not happening anymore i'm not doing this anymore right i can't turn my instagram messages off for whatever reason um so people started emailing me fans sending me long ass emails and i'm like guys i love you but like i need my email for and that's my mistake i should have made a business email before you know putting it on instagram and like linking that my email to my instagram mm-hmm. but like it's mixed up oh with you did list. Yeah, I've had my email hooked up. Did because, that like, punish said, that behavior, girl? You're not going to do that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I can't change it now. Like, I can't do anything about it now. Thank God I have a school email that has all, like, my my um, my board stuff on it. Like, everything's there. So, like, it doesn't interact. My email doesn't doesn't interact and bring together, like, school or anything else. But it's just, like, my bills or, like, regular emails from just life, you know? Right, it's right. all mixed in together. So I literally have to click and click and click and just go through everything every day.
0: Well, I'm so friggin' honored that you answered behavior, bitches. (laughs) Of course, when I heard
2: about it, I was like, wait, this is dope. I have to fucking do this. All the other podcasts are just regular, like normal, like reality this and reality that. Let's talk about the circle. And then you guys were like, let's talk about ABA and end the circle. I'm like, all right, I'm down. You're like, that's what I do. Literally. So tell me now. I mean, this has also,
1: I mean, had to open so many doors for you in terms of you know, I mean, the biggest type of marketing now is having someone who has a lot of followers. So are people reaching out to you to be like, hey, um, I need you to stand here with this absolute bottle and <laughs> and get people to buy absolute vodka. Has it opened yeah. up opportunities like that for you, too?
2: Oh, there's been a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of companies um, that have reached out to me. I actually just uh, solidified a deal with Adidas, doing a couple of things for them. Um But yeah, like a ton of companies have reached out to me to do things like that, but it's all about quality over quantity, you know? So there's not a lot of stuff that I'll be doing because generally I'm not with over almost half a million followers, right? Think Mm -hmm. about it. And with my engagement, again, my numbers, right? There's at least 200,000 people engaging with my story, my posts, Mm -hmm. commenting, liking, the whole shebang, right? So it would be it would be dumb of me not to charge people for things like that. But people don't have the budget to pay for it. So if somebody comes to me and like, hey, you know, I want you to promote this for me. Absolutely. Thousand dollars. Right. I'm I really can't do yeah. there's Girl's there's a guy eat. who literally there's a guy who literally was like, I can give you fifty dollars <laughs> for an Instagram an Instra- a permanent Instagram post, which is like, no, I would never do that anyway. But a permanent Instagram post, a post on my story, and a swipe up. I $50? get $150. I get 150,000 views on my story in 24 right. hours. And I'm not getting paid listen, for it. Girl, nothing. I'm listen, girl, listen to this, okay? Absolutely
1: not. Listen okay. to this. Matching law, okay? Matching law says behavior goes where reinforcement flows. So if you have someone who has a better deal, you put your time towards where the deal is better. Right. Absolutely. I mean, either better. It could be monetarily better. It could also be better. Like, hey, I like ABA and I like what these girls are doing. So I'll put my time here. Whereas, unfortunately, we can't offer you those deals that you're getting elsewhere. No, but, no, no. Right. I, it, I'm has kidding. Nothing to do with no, it. I'm kidding. I'm saying like there's 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 other there's other forms of reinforcement. Like for you, this right. is cool. Right. Like and also um, because this is a field that you're in. But I'm saying right. you got to figure out where you put your time. I mean, I'm I'm learning that also as all the time i mean i can't imagine what you're getting because i feel like literally with twelve thousand something followers i am like oh i cleared the inbox (laughs) oh wait here's all these here's all these other unfiltered messages whatever (laughs) whoa i didn't see those and i'm like i can't imagine what it's like having
0: that many i heard this quote um that's i i don't know right when study notes and behavior bitches started like you know just getting just like a lot of traction, and so you're getting these fan people and people that you want to engage with, right? And um, I heard this quote, and I'm so glad I did because it said, uh, respond to everyone, you're not Oprah, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, like so, like, it <laughs> try, me, to like re- try to, like, respond. Like, try I to respond. I don't care if it's a heart, I don't care if it's a fist pump, like, it takes one second, I will do just like it. that comment, right. yeah, literally. And
2: I try to, like, when I'm just laying in bed and I have nothing to do, which is like. Never. very, very seldom in the last month. It's like mm-hmm. pretty much never, but like in the morning time, you know, I'll walk my dogs, whatever. While I'm walking my dogs, I'll go and try and like comment and, and like things and do things and interact. But it's so freaking hard when it comes to Instagram. Like it's impossible. Um, so I do most of it through Twitter, but it's tough. Cause I don't want people to think like, "Why well, I should not answer you, too- but it has yeah, nothing exactly. to do with that. Like oh. I would answer everybody if I could, you know, if I had a million hours in the day a million hands or assistance anything a million people like
1: anything (laughs) well i have a good idea for you why don't you say hey if you want me to come on your thing i need you to hire a secretary for me because i will be missing messages girl (laughs) you gotta delegate you gotta utilize your platform now i mean it's awesome now like you could talk about so many things i mean you could create an awareness for so many things
2: yeah i mean absolutely
1: you could use it for powerful, badass shit. I love what you said,
0: uh, quality over quantity, right?
2: Absolutely. No, yeah. And I've always, it's funny because literally just like maybe a month and a half ago, I was texting one of my good friends and he is um, an Instagram influencer. And um, I just remember like asking him questions all the time because he would tell me you need to keep pumping your YouTube, keep doing your Instagram because he's like, I know you're going to make it. I know you can do these cool things. I know you can do it, but you need to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck. So that's when I started looking into Instagram analytics and all that, you know, the insights and all that shit. And, um, always posting and always keeping up on my story and always interacting with people. And I wanted that platform to talk about anxiety and talk about depression and talk about everything that comes with it. And, um, I just remember like texting him about that and being like, dude, I want to do this, 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 and this. And he's like, okay, you're going to do it, but it takes time. And then now he texted me like a couple days ago, a screenshot of my Instagram. And he was like, can you imagine that we were just talking about this? Like not even like 30 days ago. And here you are now. And he's like, fucking do it, dude. Like now nothing's holding you back. You have nothing else holding you back. You nothing. I have goosebumps right now. I'm like,
0: yes, queen. <laughs> 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 All right. That, I want to get into like the circle a little bit more.
1: Okay, let's okay. do it. So Let's circle
0: back. get. Let's circle, it? Back. <laughs> circle open group chat.
1: I would be great at that show. So um no, actually, I think I would. I, would like the witty response I was like, like, I was like, dude, I would kill it at this. Like I'm so good at texting. Like anyone who ever is like on a dating app, I'm like, give me your effing phone, dude. let me message. like I'm like, but also, I'm like not scared to be like an octo texter. like I'll send like eight at a time. Eight messages, yeah. Like no, some people too. like will try like get it all in one, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, actually, no, dude. Okay, maybe <laughs> later, you know.
0: Um. So how did you like? Okay, so you're in this apartment, right? You're alone, um, and you basically are engaging in just this, like, you know, texting with people, right? Okay, here we go. When did you first, like, who was your first alliance? I know who it was. But, like, when you were, like, yeah, this is my, like, homie. We're going to protect each other. Like, was there a defining moment or a defining comment or something?
2: Immediately, I was drawn to Chris because, you know, yeah. that's just, he reminds me of my best friend from back home. So, that immediately, like, I was like, Chris, that's going to be the person that I talk to. And right off the bat, um, we ended up talking. And he he, he uh, private messaged me after I sent home Alana. And we had that little, like, we Thank kicked you, it off way. and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know, how many people have, so many people have said that, but, um, yeah, like, and then that kicked it off. Like for me, I was like, oh, this is going to be my lines, which we ended up fading and, you know, going our separate ways through the middle of the show. We didn't really talk as much, but, um, yeah, he was definitely my first, like go-to 100%. So how long were you in that room? Um... I don't know if we're allowed to say because I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. Yeah, but we high. were in the UK for like a little bit over a month.
0: Wow. That's awesome.
2: Talk about Those apartments were sick too. Huh? The apartments were sick. They were sick, but they were hot as fuck because <laughs> in the UK, they insulate their apartments so well because it's so cold there. And so we were going through a national fucking heat wave in the UK. And so it was hot as balls. And there was no fan. We couldn't open our doors. We couldn't open our windows because they couldn't have us like accidentally see each other or hear each other or any right, interaction right. with each other. So it was brutal for the first like five days. Did you get homesick? No, I got actually sick. Like they had to oh. call a medic and oh, have the medic come into my apartment. Yeah, it was bad.
0: Did you have like heat stroke or were you like fluey?
2: No, I was like actually sick because I didn't like any of the food because I know this sounds weird, but in the UK, their food is processed very, very healthy. It's very, like, good for you. You're used to prison food. You're used to prison food, (laughs) right? But, like, here we're not used to that. Here we're used to, like, fatty, seasoned, you know, flavorful food with anything, even when you cook. Like, I buy salmon that's already flavored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had eaten salmon, and it tasted like Frank's beef hot dog. Oh, God. It was absolutely (laughs) vulgar. I was like, what are you feeding me? So I got sick. I had my period. It was hot. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. Did you get a pain in your left side? No. <laughs> I don't know where he got that from. I, I really know. don't.
0: Oh, Rebecca. All Poor right. Guy. So Shubham. Like, oh, my God, I love him. Right? Oh, my God, he's the
2: cutest thing in the whole he's world. He's the cutest
0: thing ever. And, like, he's immediately, I was just like, he is just someone, if I was in that game, I would have been, like, instantly, like. Yep. I don't
1: get it. I'm sorry. I know I'm coming from the other side because I didn't watch every single show I admit it because I have really bad ADD. Read books, shows, and watch shows. I I, do all the research, all the work. I am okay. First of all, side note: I connect with you. I want people to know that, and even more so for you, I'm sure. Instagram is like a full time job. If you are if you are providing content for people, Mm -hmm. like I mean, it's not like going on randomly for your own Instagram live. Like I'm just going to post this like of my cute little nephew or something. It's like. You are providing content like you're like, OK, I better I, even though I'm here and I want to enjoy this walk with my dog, I should I should get on. I should I should connect with the people. So it's nothing against anyone that I'm not watching anything. It's literally like like this. This is my job to provide this content to people through this, you know, and so that's one that's point one. So don't think that I don't like the show. <laughs> um, but my second part was, how do you believe anyone is like, how are you like, oh, i so cute. Am I saying his name right? Yeah. Like, how, how are you like, oh, he's so
2: cute. Like, how do you know everyone's not a catfish? It wasn't so much that I was even worried about someone being a catfish. Like, I didn't give a fuck if the picture matched the person in the real life or not. Amen. It was more so just like, Shubham was so extremely, extremely intelligent when speaking. Just the way that he carried himself in the show. The way that he, like, he's just so... I don't know how to explain it. But when he would just talk in a challenge and we would play games or in a in a conversation he was extremely, extremely intelligent. And to me, that's like draw that draws me to a person, the way that he talks and just everything about it. So I was like, Oh, I love him. Like, he's so great, you know, and, it, and with Chris too, like, it's so easy to engage with people who talk like that.
0: Absolutely. That's how I felt. Too. Intelligence
2: is sexy. Oh, my God, I love it. And I literally said that I was like, he's, he's not good looking to me. Like, I'm not attracted to him. But like, holy shit, I would, like, do some shit to his brain. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) he's so intelligent. It's crazy. Like, the way that he talks, and I would just be like, wow, this guy's nuts.
0: You know what I noticed about you, and when you said earlier, you would be, like, um, you know, like, always weighing out, like, things, right? Like, if there was ever, like, a deliberation happening or whatever, you'd be, like, up there, like, on this hand, on this hand, like, doing all these different, like, deliberations. She's yeah. doing, like, Very...
1: risk-benefit analysis, behaviorally, is how we talk it, right? She's but like... this could
0: happen here, but this could happen here, but this could happen right. here. Right, you got to think of all of it. You got to think of all the aspects. So what do you think, like, the main motivation or the main, um, like, how do you get rid of people? Like, you know, when you guys would be, like, ranking them, like... Would it be just like, like, say I'm thinking like, if you, you know, think about maintaining a behavior, right? You're continuously reinforcing it. That's how you maintain Absolutely. behavior. So if you're not responding fast enough, you're not responding enough, right? You're now intermittently responding, right? Is that like something that goes into play? Like, I don't really get, I didn't really get a connection
2: with them because we didn't talk enough or whatever. What was like kind of the way? absolutely that's pretty much the main thing that happened like the first time i i had talked to pretty much everybody except alana and alana had already rubbed me wrong with a pretty girl pretty uh, girl pretty girl chat. skinny, girls, yeah, skinny girl yeah skinny girl shot whatever the fuck she said yeah and then you know the hashtag pretty girl uh, girls who stick together are pretty girls yeah. and like little stuff like that i was just like i was over it you know so that rubbed me wrong and then mercedes had been coming at Wait, me i don't get it was that like a joke or like a real comment i i, really I saw this that. episode like the show no, really like that. Like if you like go that? on her Twitter, yeah, if you go on her Twitter, she still talks like that. It's so funny. Lol. Literally Lol. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so that happened. And rubbed me wrong. And then Mercedes had been like like very um confrontational with me when we would be talking, which they didn't show much in the beginning of the show until after Alana was gone, and then you see me and Mercedes kind of cat fighting a little bit. But um I think they obviously kept Mercedes and did that did that between me and Antonio because they knew Antonio was kind of like a snake and they knew Antonio was going to go back and start trouble with Mercedes and Mm -hmm. myself. So, um, but yeah, it was kind of just like a rundown. I got to talk to everybody and Alana rubbed me wrong and Mercedes rubbed me wrong. And she, um, Antonio got to talk to everybody. He liked Mercedes, but he didn't really get to know uh, Alana. So then Alana just ended up being the one that goes just by default. The second time when it was myself and shoe bomb, we kind of had good things to say about everybody except Mercedes. We were both on the fence like she's very filtered, you know, whatever. And Shubham had also mentioned, which they didn't show in the episode, but I said to Shubham like she's always coming at me always. And Shubham said, "Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, she is always coming at you and I don't like that either." Because of course, you see at that point is when myself, Shubham, Joey, and Rebecca, that's when we all were kind of like forming that alliance, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like we were going to together. stick together. You were the first one. Yeah. Together. Exactly. So when I said that to Shabam, and he realized it, that's kind of how he made that, that decision to send Mercedes home, because she was coming after me at that point. You were feeling you were feeling attacked, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as for other people, when they do it, I don't know how they felt. It was more so if you watch it's more so like whoever really didn't get the connections that they should have gotten. Yeah
0: i feel like chris was kind of always in that place which i was like he should be number one like he's so funny he's connecting to everyone he's got all the right comebacks you know whether he call you whatever name he was calling anyone at the time like all these witty things i know Um, like that cracked me up he had those good like he'd be someone that i'd be like yep that is my he's absolutely
2: hilarious but then joey too
0: you know he was so um he was so real too
2: wait isn't he from dallas who yeah chris is from dallas Chris
0: is from Dallas, yep.
1: Okay, just wondering. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember when I saw that in the final show, I was like, Oh, come visit us. Here
2: we are, come meet us. We're doing a bowling social on Saturday. So <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, bowling. he's great. The thing that um the thing for me though was when he formed an alliance with Mercedes and there was more than just one conversation where they had kind of thrown it out there to everybody that they were in alliance with each other. So I'm like, fuck, Chris is in an alliance with somebody who doesn't like me for sure. Like it's already right. been established that so she doesn't like me. So again, you have to kind of watch your back because it's like, yeah, Chris is great. Yeah, he's funny. He's hilarious. And he's been great the entire show when we're talking in circle chat. But at the end of the day, he could be putting on a front for everybody. You know, just happy just to get along with everybody just because he wants to get along with everybody. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying? people pleaser, right? Absolutely. So, so you know, that's what kind of took me back a little bit. And that's why Chris and I really didn't talk much in the middle parts of the show until we came back together and we, like, you know, um, agreed on Rebecca being a little bit too much Mm-hmm. yeah she was <laughs> yeah
0: but he was such a good character of the show yeah,
2: <laughs> like his, his onesie and like his, I love like, watching him yeah I love watching him like in the show it wasn't as funny as like being there wasn't as funny as watching back like oh yeah I could watch him all fucking dead he was so incredibly hilarious like yeah
0: when he just like jump around he'd be wearing that onesie all day long <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like
1: what is it's he great
0: doing? um and I know one of your biggest takeaways that you said Um, from the show was like, right. You don't trust anyone, right? Yeah, it's hard.
2: It's hard to trust anybody. I mean, I've never been one, I've never been catfished and I've never like had a relationship on social media with somebody like everybody that I've ever been in a relationship with. I met in real life first Mm -hmm. and then like formed a connection after that. So like, I've never been in that, in that kind of situation but no, I would never like, I don't like the show Catfish. I don't even get how that happens. I love to Catfish. People. I love I, Catfish. I just don't get how that happens to people because I'm like, I, I, oh no, no, sometimes I'm
1: like, dude, eight years? Serious? I'm yeah, like, like eight on. years? They said they don't guys have, have a any camera. Face-timed? I'm like, yes. which phone comes that doesn't have a camera on anymore? Like, literally. No, it's crazy. Like, even a freaking sidekick, those right. phones have <laughs> cameras.
0: Exactly. Um, another thing that I, struck me was um, so. When Ed came on, right? And you had both gone to Cabrini University. Yeah. Like no, a no, no. His mom. His mom his graduated. His mom graduated. From okay. Yeah. So, his mom
2: graduated
0: from Cabrini. <laughs> I tutor a girl who's going for her boards too. She lives in New Jersey. And uh, she's watching the show. And she goes, oh my God, wait, I think I know Sammy. And I'm like, what? She goes, she's definitely not going to know me, but I was in a class with her at Cabrini. I wonder if she went there. And so when that episode came out and you guys were talking about it, I sent her a screenshot. And I'm like, she did. It's her. You're right. What's her name? Uh,
2: Angela. That's, right. well, that's yes. funny. That's well, you're hilarious. you're probably like a loud girl in class, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm most, uh, most like, obnoxious. <laughs> like, in high school, I won most outgoing in my class, and we had I, had I went to a big-ass fucking school.
1: Dude, me too. I won most talkative. Oh, really? Yeah, ridiculous. But that's always, like, in college, people, like, meet me later, and they'd be like, dude, I, I'm sure you get this all the time, too. It's like, Liat, I remember that first time we met and that thing you said. I'm like, what did I say? They're like, yeah. like, you were in our college, like, grad school program and you're like telling them they should be paying for our printing because the amount they want us to print is so expensive and i'm like i said that they're like yeah you're so fucking loud
2: (laughs) i was like "Uh whoops sorry right i'm saying that's how she probably knows you no yeah for sure i I always would crack jokes and like make funny jokes and do funny things Eh, whatever that's how you made it on the circle girl that's life that's (laughs) life
0: all right. love it. So anything else that, like, sh- like shocked you, takeaways from the show, things you, like, are going to, you know, maybe apply to your life going forward? Um... And, and are you back
2: in your regular life? Are you back to, like – I hit the ground running when I landed from, did. In, from the U.K. Like, I went – I landed at, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I was back to work at 9 a.m. No, you weren't. I swear on my life. You I don't, don't need Bible. sleep.
1: You – I as, don't sleep. As Kim Kardashian Listen. would say.
2: Bye, ball. Okay, fuck Kim Kardashian, first of all. <laughs> Bye, second of all, Second of all, do you know Gary Vee? Gary, Gary Vee. No. No. What? He's like uh, this. He's crazy. He's amazing. But he talks about shit all the time. He's like a big, huge motivator. Like, if you follow him on Instagram, look on Instagram. Gary v. Um, Gary Vee. And okay. he's amazing. Like, he's the most. He's so positive And he curses like a motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. he's got the, a potty mouth. And he talks about that too. Like, why, why can't I curse? Like, why is that so demeaning to people? Like, why does that make people so upset? Who cares? I'm making (laughs) money. I'm doing my own thing. Like, I'm being positive. Yeah. Like I'm being positive, like, you know, whatever. And, but he's amazing. And he, he talks about, he never sleeps like ever. And he's always working and he's always doing something because there's always something to do. And there's always a way to better yourself. There's so much information in the world that we don't know about. So I just feel like when I am laying in bed and when I'm not doing anything, I feel like I'm losing out on something you know dude we
1: have that same problem. I have to go to bed listening to a podcast that I'm not even listening to because I feel like I always have to be stimulated yeah it's like absolutely like, but sometimes it's like a problem because you're like dude I, I I need to learn how to like do nothing
2: no n- not so much like podcasts I think are good definitely watching TV before bed don't do that don't do that Ooh, that's bad. guilty. I like put
1: on like killing stuff
2: like oh I love that like I murder porn like,
1: Mur- like murder porn That's what, I mean, it's not actual porn girl relax it's like oh. date date line <laughs> it's like my favorite murder it's like oh
2: yeah stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that stuff's cool too
1: She's like, this is getting creepy.
2: No, I didn't know what you meant by murder. No, porn. like me and my
1: boy, me and my, I mean me and my boyfriend, me and my husband in the bedroom. We like pretend like we're murdering each other.
0: <laughs> this would south real quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's awesome, Sammy. Um, you are a gem. A oh, sh- I have literally. one last question.
1: Yeah. Are you going to follow us on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. What is your Instagram? I'll do Like it right, right now? now. Yeah, because yeah, I wanna... won't be able to do it later.
0: Behavior Bitches Podcast.
1: Oh, no! At Study Notes ABA. At Study Notes ABA. Oh, you want to
0: take? You want that one? We want
1: both. We want both. At Study Notes ABA, it will help you while you're studying.
2: Oh, you guys follow me? Yeah, girl. And like, who doesn't, Sammy?
1: Let's be real, girl. We gotta
2: Behavior Bitches Podcast. Mm -hmm. Study Notes ABA and Behavior
1: Bitches Podcast.
2: Word. Oh, you guys are
1: so cute.
0: (laughs) So we actually—it's funny because her and I met when she was teaching. I joined her class when I was studying for the boards. She was a teacher. And it was a really small class, right? She just started the company and I was like that loud. It wasn't even a company yet. It was like,
1: it was like, I'm just teaching these classes and I like to use curse words and I like to use inappropriate examples about making your boyfriend last longer in bed and doing things (laughs) like that. And that's behavior too.
0: And I was like that loud, same thing. Like, I'd be like, I didn't give a shit who was in the class. If you're not speaking up, I'm speaking up. I know the answer. Yeah. Yes, I do. Or I don't. And I'm still going to say it because I want you to correct yeah. me. Everyone hated me. She was like, you're going to need to work for me the second you pass this exam. <laughs> and we've just grown Snava like so much. But um, you
1: seem sassy enough. Maybe wh- maybe when you pass too, we could talk. You
0: come you come here, girl, you little devil I angel. love that. <laughs> I
2: would love it. All
0: right. Well, thank you for your time today. I know you have you little so of it um but yeah we are hopefully we keep in touch and let us know when you're ready to
1: take your boards
0: we got you covered so when you're ready you
1: reach out and in the meantime just keep following the post you'll learn along the way and tune into behavior bitches
2: absolutely all right girl rock on thank you so much for coming Mm -hmm. thank you bye bye all right guys
1: thanks for tuning in as always we love you mean it Hey, guys, it's Liat here, and I just wanted to take the time for just a single second of your time and tell you about something awesome. As you know, Casey and I are super into this podcast thing going on here and getting it started, and I just wanted to let you know that there's an easy way to get it done, and that is what I'm going to tell you right now about Pretty Easy Podcasts. Thank God we got in touch with a team at Pretty Easy Podcast. They help you do everything from start to finish. They will get your show up there. They will record episode for you. They will produce it. They will add bleeps in. If you're full of F-bombs like myself, whatever it is that you need, they will do it. When you first said you wanted to
0: start a podcast, I was like, okay, we can do that. We have no idea what we're doing. I never really thought it would get off ground until we met Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast and he put all my fears to rest he helped us get everything going from all of our audio audio editing and production and our song that we have which is amazing by the way we're allowed to record from our own homes he helps us with our guests um he caters to our schedule
1: come on Leah we are the worst with scheduling I mean, I know we said we're going to have a podcast a week. So far, we're out a few days, but hey, he works with us. That's what we need. But the point is, we were looking at how <laughs> we could download all these different programs to try learn how to do all this podcasting stuff. But truth is, it's affordable. It's much easier to have someone do it for you. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com and you could get started today. I say go. I say if you want to be heard, if you have something to say, like we do,
0: we love the sound of our own voices, and we found Alan who lets our voices shine. So thank you, Alan, at prettyeasypodcast.com.